Now, back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Well, now we get ready for our boys' ball game. Before we do, Joe, to give the final totals with the West Hall girls in game one. I'd be glad to. For West Hall, Kiana Rich had two points. Heidi Zaniga had two points and I'm 10 or so rebound. India Ville came in and had two big three-pointers. <coughs> Pardon me. There in the fourth quarter, and uh, that was her 10 points. For Gilmer County, you had uh, Sophia Riblet with two, three by Marley Boatwright, four by Grace Bramlett, five by Martinson Bradshaw, three by Mo- Marley Boatwright. You had eight by Chelsea Briggs, nine by Lucy Ray, 11 from Eliza Chastain, and 13 from B- Bree Burnett. They were three or four on the line, and two. Uh, eight total three-pointers in the game. Now we get ready for the boys' ball game. Before we do, Dawson County's girls are about to defeat White County in that ball game over at the Four Film Center in Dawsonville. Lumpkin County has the evening off in the region, and it's Pickens playing Wesleyan tonight. And we'll bring you the scores tomorrow morning here on 97.5 Glory FM with the FCA Sports Report. Now we get ready for this boys' ball game. Okay, a glaring thing out there on the court is a seven-foot-one player that plays for, for Gilmer. But Coach Chuck Graham said he didn't want to tell everybody what was going on, but he said he's got to play him. And the thing about it is two ways to look at it, Joe, is that, okay, he said, hey, he can score 35 points. The team can't score 75. Right. So it's like, okay, what are the, the, the cast of players besides your lead player they're going to do for Gilmer? Well, and I, I remember back back in the day, you know, hey, we know this person's going to get there 20 or 25 or 30. We just got to uh, cut cut down on the points from the other people out there. And, uh, you know, Chuck's as good as it comes to get up game plans. And, and they it was an 80 to 70 ball game at Gilmer County. Uh, Gilmer only went in by 10 points. So must have had a pretty good plan that night for it to only be a seven-point game. Like I said before the game started tonight, if West Hall shoots the basketball good tonight, which they can, we saw, I saw them that game uh, in Lanierland, the first game that was played here, and they shot the decent, shot the ball decently from outside, both two pointers and three pointers that night. Um, and if they get get hot and can shoot the basketball on both ends of the floor tonight, that'll keep them in it for sure. The big McVay kid, Jackson McVay, I, was, I saw him play two years ago at North Hall, and um, Coach, I um, said I was talking to him before the game. He said. You know, he, he's, he's still got things to work on, but he's come along over those two years. His wind's better. His speed has gotten a little bit better going up and down the floor. Uh, he's playing bigger inside. And I'm like, well, when you're 7-1, uh, of course, you know, everybody thinks, well, he's big already. Well, not necessarily. If he's long and lanky, he's not the big, thick person like Sha- Shaquille is. Exactly. And, you know, he's long and lanky like Kareem was. Kareem might have been 7-1, but his arms were about to big, big around as a string band. So it made a difference in there, and you just, but you got to play physical inside when you're playing high school basketball and beyond. And with that, you've got the number one team in the region in Gilmer at 92, their last game of the regular season, and they've got a chance to finish as the number one team in the region and automatically go to the state playoffs. On the other side, you've got West Hall here with just two wins in the region so far. They're two and eight with two games left in the schedule tonight and then on Friday on the road at Pickens, and they can play a spoiler at any time right now. They could. They could. And, you know, I was talking to you at the station before we left today. You know, West Hall 6-16, six 2-8 and, 16, two and eight in the region. You know, and let's just say that they, they lose this one tonight. So they're 2-9 and nine in the sub, uh-huh. finish out. They go into next week 
Uh, all they got to do is what win one or two. Win one game. Win one game, and there they go, and, and it pulls that big upset. And you and I have been alive long enough to see <laughs> some of those lower seed teams to oh, pull yes. off that big win and shoot them on into it and really start actually playing really good basketball and getting hot that time of year to propel them on into the second or third round. Well, if there's anything you can say about being tournament ready, go back to the Learland tournament. Yep. And the boys, how they played. They played three very good games, especially that last yep. ball game. Mm-hmm. They, they come so close to winning it and being the number seven seed. Yep. They did. And, and, they, and they've had, when I was telling Mike to earlier, folks, that if you look at their, their total points scored this year for both teams, you know, West Hall is, is not – they're not like they haven't been blown out all the time right you know they're they're within 100 150 points from offensively and defensively this year of what they've given up and what they've scored and on the other side you know you look at gilmer gilmer's only about 50 points from one side to the other so they've had a lot of close games this year both teams have so i think that bodes well for both squads i think more so westall because they are playing at home tonight well you're going to see the players that he, he talked about before he left it you're going to, think to be really impressed how this team plays and with that we're back in one minute with starting lineups and a tip off of a nice ball game with Gilbert Westall on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. We're back here at Westall High, getting ready for the boys' ball game between the Gilmer Bobcats and the Westall Spartans. Again, Westall, the number seven seed right now in the region, while it is Gilmer, the number one team out of LJ in region seven triple eight. You know they're going to do everything they can to get the ball to the big guy throughout the ball game. I would think they would, unless they've got two dynamic uh, Steph Curry's outside, and they might want to pull up and shoot a lot of Jays. You never can tell. Gilmer County will be in black trimmed with white numbers and then their purple and white trim on the names. Gilmer County Bobcats 15 and 8 overall, 9 and 2, number one right now in Region 738. Jordan Heiss, the head coach for Gilmer County. They'll be starting a sophomore, zero, Keegan Bryant. A senior, number one, Jacob Becerra. A senior, number three, Ryder Wofford. A junior, number 10, J.D. Taylor. And the man in the middle is a junior, number 22, Jackson McVeigh. For West Hall, the Spartans under Chuck Graham, 6-16, six 2-8 and, 16, two and eight in the sub-region. They'll be all in white with a navy blue trim and navy blue numbers in West Hall on the front of the jerseys. They'll start a junior, number 2, Xavier Felix. A sophomore, number 4, Troy Smith. A sophomore, number 10, Carter Shields. A junior, number 15, Aiden Rainey. And a senior, 
number 23, Ian Perdue. Those are the starters for both teams. Gilmer Cannon will be going right to left to start the game. West Hall will be going left to right to start the game. And that's how we're looking at it in a decent crowd. About half full on both sides here from West Hall and Gilmer County on this last game of the season for Gilmer County. And I think the last home game of the season for West Hall, if I'm it not is. mistaken. So we'll look to have a good ball game tonight. Well, Joe, get ready for the Spartans to really play pressure defense. Yep, I'm sure they are. And, and I would imagine with the 12 or 13 guys that Coach Graham's got, I would imagine he's going to go eight or nine or ten deep, keep fresh bodies in oh, there yeah. and play some defense tonight. Well, it's the same philosophy you and I saw him when he was coaching Gainesville. Yep. And how successful he was. And that's what he's trying to change the culture, as he said, the halftime yep. of the girls' ball game. We're trying to get him on the Saturday morning sports show sometime and talk about basketball. Because I really, he reminded me so much of Coach Harold over at Johnson and what he's trying to do with the football program there at Johnson. Sure. What Coach sure. Graham's trying to do here with the basketball team at West Hall. Well, Coach Graham loves basketball. Uh, he's a good Christian man. And as long as folks will buy in, if they'll listen to him, come play, he'll have a kid, you know, come through the program. He might have a 16 come in. Let him train him, you know. We do something. Bottom line, though, friend, you said he loves his kids. Loves the kids. That's exactly right. That's the bottom line. All right. Jumping up in the middle will be McVeigh, and he'll be going against number 10, Carter Shields. Carter gives up several inches. That's all I'll say. And West Hall putting back one of their better defenders, Troy Smith, to make sure they don't have a a snowbird, as I call them, or a breakaway. Also, Aiden Rainey going to get back there. <coughs> Referees chat and smile about something. Now they're getting ready to take, take, throw it up. He probably said, make sure you throw it high enough. <laughs> McVeigh tips it back to zero. Keegan Bryant, Bryant out there. And West Hall in a 2-3 zone. Bryant comes over to this side to Becerra. Becerra far side to Taylor. Taylor for a long three in and out. Rebound. He's going to be knocked around, picked up there by Shields for West Hall. It was fall over by the big man. Shields came with it. Oh, they got a wide open man down there, 2-0. Carter Shields with a bounce pass from Felix for the first score of the game. Spartans lead it 2-0. Go the other way. Bryant has the basketball. Gets trapped in the middle, kicks it out there to Davis. They kick it over there to Heat, and they get the two-pointer. Uh, Two to two, your score now, 7-19 on the clock. Felix taking it all the way, kicks it out here to Pardue for three. No good. Rebound by their number three, Ryder Walford. Walford goes over the top to Bryant. Bryant brings it up in a hurry. Bryant gets to the baseline, throws it back outside, tipped by Becerra, then tipped by Felix over to the score table. Good job by Xavier to knock it out. They were trying to get it out to Ryder Walford right there. Oh, Ray, are you impressed with Felix? Yeah. He can play. He likes to go now. I'll tell you what, Xavier's just a junior for Coach Graham's team. <clears throat> Wofford gives it over on the far side to Taylor. Back out front to Bryant. Bryant, top of the key. Bryant back over in the corner to Taylor. Taylor over the top to Bryant. Bryant here on the left wing now. Coat two, one. He shot it with one, trying to get three, and he knocked it down. He's about 24 feet away, and Ian Perdue was out there with him. He just made a good shot right there. Five to two to score. Yep. Felix gets it over to Ramey. Ramey shot a two, no good. Rebounded by Bryant. He'll go the other way in a hurry. Bryant all the way in. Over over the top, the two-pointer, no good. Tipped out over here to this side of Taylor. Taylor's going to take it baseline layup. Good. Nice screen in there 
by Jackson McVay to set it and stop. And then number 10, Taylor, just went down the wing there and got the layup. 7-2 your score. He can set the screen, can he? Yep. Troy Smith out front, gives it over to Felix. Felix dribbles out front against Bryant. Felix going to take it in, pulls it back. Short jumper, good. Felix pulled it out, took, made his man commit deeper than he wanted to, came around with him, pivot foot, shot it a little bit of six-footer good. Another three-pointer by Bryant, no good. Rebounded by Troy Smith. Troy goes in a hurry to Purdue. Purdue back to Smith. Smith for three, no good. Went way over the rim, no good. And Coach Graham did not want that. And assistant coach for Coach Graham's like, get in the flow, get in the flow. Don't get in such a hurry. 7 4 your score. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. It's 533. Um, Aiden Rainey out. And number 24, Tarek Tilly in the game for West Hall. Tilly trying to match up a little on size, that middle man on the zone. And that ball's passed and knocked out of bounds by Gilmer. He'll come the other direction. Felix with the basketball. He'll dribble up slowly. Here into the front court. Carded by Bryant from Gilmer. Far side to Smith. Smith dribbles towards the middle. Pulls up from 15. Jump shot. Rim, rim, no good. Rebound by McVeigh. McVeigh gives it over to Bryant. Bryant, he'll go the other direction on the right wing. Bryant throws it in the middle. Gets it over to Becerra. Becerra thought about it. Gets it back over to Rawford. Goes inside to McVeigh with a left hand layup. Good. Big man just got too deep in there that time. Got the left hand nice. You can use either hand very well. They kick it outside to Tilly. Tilly with a three-pointer, no good. Rebound on this side by Becerra. Becerra in a hurry to Bryant. Bryant layup. Oh, and Tilly knocks it away. Going the other way. It'll be Felix. Felix has the basketball. He'll pull it out. Waits for his man. Good eyes right there. He's starting to throw it. Saw the man in the blue jersey coming up behind Troy right there and waited to throw it. Nine for your score. Troy Smith with a 14-footer. Go. 9-6 your score now. They go the other way. Becerra. Becerra runs it up and then stops. Now they're going to run the offense. Try to go inside to McVay. They do. McVay shot. No good. Rebound by Tilly. For West Hall. Willie. And there's going to be a, fire, a walking violation as Felix came down and traveled with the basketball. Good defense right there by Jacob Becerra to get in his way to cause a travel violation. You can tell also, Joe, if you can get down court quick enough, you can get in position mm-hmm. to keep Evade from getting a good spot. They go right inside. and going to be a foul on Smith. They went inside quickly to Wofford. Wofford went right up, and Troy Smith commits the foul. Uh, Landon Bennett will get ready to come in now for West Hall after the first free throw. Coach Haas brings three of his four guys not shooting down here to chat with them. Free throw by Walford is no good. Coach Graham mentioned about effort jump. Well, you can see they're playing hard right now. They are. Landon Bennett comes in for Troy Smith. See what Landon first time of the night for Landon. (coughs) Second free throw by Walford is up. Good. Nothing but net. Looking like Ronda Walford shooting that free throw. 10 to 6 now you score. 407 left in the first quarter. Felix brings it up. He'll pull it out back near midcourt. Xavier, now we've got Whistle on the far side, and we've got something going on. He's holding up 22. Uh, well, okay, they're warning 22 because his jersey came out. So they have, and evidently, that's the first time I've seen that. If his jersey comes out, they make him come out of the game. And number 11, Blaine Banks wow. comes in the game for him. That's what this official did, made him come out. And Blaine Banks comes in the game for Gilman. Now they're ready. Purdue throws it in deep to Tilly. Tilly gets it over to Felix. Felix 
behind Tilly. Takes it all the way in. Goes inside to number 10 over there, Carter Shields. He goes up and he's fouled. Carter's fouled by Keegan Bryant. Uh, first foul of the night by Gilmer County. 3.53 in the quarter. Only two team fouls here in the first quarter. 10-6 your score. Probably, you see that player up there working in that, buddy? Yeah. Yep. They're working on it, trying to get it down low and get him up hard. Carter Shields' first free throw off. They'll be a cram no good. I always love you challenge them inside. Mm-hmm. Now McVay will come back in for Blaine Banks. Blaine went in for a few seconds. He comes out. Now the official talking with Coach Heist about it. Second free throw by Carter. Knocks it down. 10-7 your score. Gilmer with an early lead. Becerra brings it up into the front court. Becerra on the right wing. Brings it back toward the middle between the circles with 3-44. Bryant has it right wing. Goes to McVay. McVay down on the low block. Spins in the middle. Short Shot was short, excuse me. They're going to throw it off of, oh, a nice hustle right there by Landon Smith. Gets it over to Felix off of a Gilmer player. They throw it up high to Shields. Shields goes on the left-hand layup. Oh, off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Walford. Walford sprints into the front court. He's challenging people. Shields picks up the loose ball for West Hall. Gives it to Xavier. Xavier brings it in a hurry. Pass over the far side to Tilly. Left-hand layup. Good. 10-9 your score. 3-11 in the quarter. Bryant brings it up for Gilmer. Gilmer gets it over the near side to Taylor. Taylor goes inside to McVay. McVay goes up. He's fouled on the floor before the shot. Yep. By Shields, I think. Oh, they're going to say the shot was good. Okay, they fouled him in the action. So the foul was on Xavier. Felix McVay scored the basket and will get one free throw. Good job by him. This is not the NBA. First free throw went up and good. And... They'll get it and go the other direction. 13 to 9 now, four-point lead. They've cut it to one just a moment ago now after that old-fashioned three-point play. Three minutes exactly left here in the first quarter. Gilmer 13, West Hall 9. Reaching 7-3-8. They try to go inside. Good job by Becerra to intercept that BB pass. Becerra's got it on the right wing. Kicks it out here to Bryant. Bryant tries to go inside of it, but he gets it to him. Bryant goes up, and there's going to be a foul on the floor. They push him. Before he fouls, and that's good foul is going to be on number 23, Ian Perdue. Keep trying to be physical and move the way. Yep, they had three men on him that time. That's why they play in that zone. And then um, Aiden Remy comes back in the game for West Hall. Quick release by Bryant for a three. Good from deep in the corner. He caught it and went straight up and knocked down a beautiful three-pointer. 16-9. Felix all the way down, gives it back over here to Purdue. Purdue back to Felix for three. Off the rim, no good. Rebound. West Hall, I mean, Gilmer almost lost out of bounds. They get it back. <coughs> nice move by J.D. Taylor to get it up. They go to McVay right there in the middle. He missed the shot. He got his own rebound. He goes up for the easy layup. Good. When he goes up and stretches his hand out, Mike, he's probably, I don't know, four or five inches from the rim. So, got long arms. Pat Jackson just goes up and lays it over the edge. He got a whistle and foul underneath. Foul's going to be on number three, Ryder Walford with a hold. And 18 to 9 just scored and 207 in the quarter. You'll have Cooper Farmer come in the game and Austin Teague come in the game. Landon Bennett will take it out for West Hall. Landon gets it into Xavier. Xavier Felix takes it to the far side. Xavier kicks it back outside to Purdue. Purdue takes it in the middle, kicks it out 
to Landon Bennett for three. Rolls off the rim, rebound by Jackson. Jackson McVay rips another one down, goes the other direction. Bryant goes up right wing. Jackson brings it over to this side, gives it over to Farmer. Farmer takes it in the middle, driving, stolen away by Rainey. Rainey gives it to Xavier. Xavier Felix on the move. Xavier trying to take it all the way, and he does. Got it and one. There you go. <laughs> You know what I'm noticing by Xavier right here, Mike, in the first quarter? He's dribbling with his head up and eyes open the whole time he's bringing it down. Yes. Right there before he shot it, he looked to make sure he didn't have a guy out here to have a more open shot. And when he didn't see that, he said, okay. And he went up and just put a little floater over the rim, got it to knock down. He's going to try the old-fashioned three himself right here. And when you do that, Joe, you're comfortable dribbling the basketball. Mm -hmm, exactly. He makes the old-fashioned three, 18 to 12, 140 in the quarter. Bright brings it up for Kilmer County. Right direction, traffic, moving people around. Gives it over on the far side to Farmer. Matt went to Walford. Walford shoots a long three, no good. Rebounded by Felix. Tips around. Felix has it. Xavier brings it up in a hurry. Nice long pass. Man can't control it, I don't believe. Back over to Xavier. Xavier's going to challenge the man. Go inside. No good. Rebounded by Shields. He goes up and makes it. Number 10, Carter Shields with the offensive rebound. is stuck it in. 18-14. Gilmer, 110 in the quarter. 32, Boston Teague playing the point now. Gets it on the far side to Bryant. Bryant comes back to Teague. Teague dribbles. Oh, nice pass inside to number three, Walford. He missed the shot. McVay gets the offensive rebound. He misses it. Teague gets, or excuse me, Walford gets it back. He goes up and he's fouled. Fouls on Xavier Felix. Uh-oh, that's two on Xavier. Yep, that's important. Yep. Xavier runs the show. He's got to be careful. You know, that might be one of those things. He may may, may, get, may not get lost down there underneath the basket for us or not. He may come back out, reckon. He might do that, buddy. Yeah. Walford with the first free throw, no good. Ryder Walford, senior, 6'5". 18-14, 52 52.7 left here in the first quarter. Walford, second throw. High arching, no good. Rebounded by Troy Smith. Troy gives it to Xavier, and Xavier will bring it up. Looking back to Coach Graham, get his play. Brings up with 46 and 27. Xavier takes it to the middle of the floor. Pass over to, to Troy. Back over to Xavier. Xavier with 21, takes it in. Challenges the big man left. Good. Over the top, had to arch it high and got it to knock it down. 18-16 now. 30 seconds left. Looking for one more shot. That's going to be Walford. He's going to take it baseline. Goes in and got the basket good. 20-16. to 16. They'll come the other direction. Felix will bring it up. Xavier. One shot is what the referee's saying. He'll take it 17 or 20 to 16 with 11 seconds. Felix looks in the corner, but wants a man to come out of the corner. He does. Felix takes the corner, gives it back outside to Bennett. Bennett will shoot a three. Good. With one, they won't get a shot off. 20 to 19, Gilmer after one. We've got a ball game from Oakwood. We're back in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Injuries are never planned and often happen. <clears throat> Go ahead and say it, Joey. Say, throw the records out the window right now, buddy. You know exactly. What? Throw it out. And it's to West Hall's going to hang around this entire game. 20 to 19. They trail by one. They have the basketball that starts the second quarter. Xavier Felix looking. Oh, and he threw it right by Ethan Clifford, who's in the game now. Ethan started to cut when he cut cut in about two steps too far. Ethan or Xavier threw it where he thought he was going to be, and he wasn't there. The out of bounds. First real four mistake that Xavier has made so far in this game. They go the other direction. Cohen Davis, 6'6", six, six, wingman in the game now. They kick it out there to Becerra. Becerra in the corner over here to Walford. Or excuse me, that was Bryant. Back to Davis. Davis, big man, and way out front, top of the key. Kicks it over here to Bryant. Bryant from the left side goes in and gets the layup. He just cleared out enough and packed everybody on one side. He went in and got the layup, 22-19. Felix gets it over to Tilly. Tilly back to Xavier. Xavier Felix looking back, getting the play from Coach Graham. They'll move Clifford from the other one side to the other. They give it over to Shields. Shields comes over to this side, gives it to the big man, Tilly. Gives it back in there. Who's going to have it? Troy Smith. Troy, a short one. Good. Troy Smith weaved his way in there, shot from about four feet out there, and made it 22-21. Becerra with the basketball. Becerra's going to get one. Kicks it out. Nice pass to J.D. for three. Got it. J.D. Taylor drilled it from the three. Caught it. Went straight up. Knocked it down. 25-21. That's twice a catch and shoot. Yep. Three ball. One on inbounds passing right there. They're driving down. The defense gets away from him right there. Troy Smith on the left wing. Troy gets it out there to Tilly. Terry left-handed three-pointer from the big man. No good. Rebounding. By number four, Cohen Davis. Davis gets it over to Becerra. Becerra runs it, goes in a hurry. Goes in and got tipped out of bounds, and he can't do that. He was out of bounds and tried to jump, had not established re-entry into the playing court, and he tipped it and caught it on the outbounds, tried to just tip it and throw it in, but that's out of bounds off Gilmer County. Good hustle, though. That's hard to do. Mm -hmm. Xavier Felix will bring it up. Xavier Kicks it over to Troy Smith. Troy, top of the key, looking for somebody to cut. Nobody there. Gives it to Ethan Clifford. Ethan Clifford gives it back over to Xavier. Xavier kicks it over to Carter. Carter kicks it back outside to Ethan. Clifford for three. Go! Number 11, Ethan Clifford knocks down a three. 25-24. Gilman with a one-point lead. Bryant gives it over in the corner to Davis for three. The big man misses it. McVeigh gets the board. They try to go up. It's knocked away. And a foul going to be called on Troy Smith. Yep, I think that's two on Troy now. And that's one danger about a big guy like that is yep. you getting foul trouble. Well, and, and he does what we always tell Newt is not to bring it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but as strong as he is when he brings it down, they're going to hit him. They're trying to knock the ball away. <clears throat> He's got good strong hands, does McVay. Three-point shot from way outside by Cohen Davis, 6'6", six, six wingman, and he knocks it down, 28-24. Felix. Brings it in, and he's going to shoot a three. No good. Rebound by Shields. Nope, knocked away. He thought he had it. I tried to get it with left hand, and Davis comes away with it, gives it over to Bryant. Bryant in the corner to Becerra. Becerra kicks it back outside to Bryant. Bryant to Davis for three. Short. 
No good. It's going to be off of a Gilmer County player, and Westall will have possession. All right, Ian Purdue will come back in for Westall. He's going to come in for Troy Smith. Like I said, there was two on Troy. They won't get him in foul trouble for halftime, I'm sure. 5-15 in the quarter, four-point game. Gilmer 28, Westall 24. Felix brings it up, pulls up, looks to go inside. He kind of goes up and under and gets fouled. As zero, Keegan Bryant sort of made a swap at it. Whistle was blown after the shot was up in the air, so it'll be a two-shot free throw. Felix at the line for two. Xavier, as I said, is a senior, or junior, excuse me. First free throw, good. There's only one senior here, Ian Perdue, or two seniors, Mike. Ian Perdue and Jackson Lefford for Coach Chuck Graham's team. Again, they're playing their final night here at the Silver Dome. Second one by Xavier is up. Oh, it rolled out. Rebounded over there by Becerra. Becerra sprints it up the right side, gives it over to J.D. Taylor. J.D. from the baseline, good. Nice pull up by J.D. right there on the side of the foul lane or free throw lane there and pulled up his little short jumper, two-footer, knocked it down, 30-25. Xavier way out front, looking, spins there in the middle. Xavier kicks it over to Tilly. Tilly left side gives back to Xavier. Xavier with 21. We're going to have a foul on Becerra, <clears throat> and it'll be out of bounds. Number three, Landon Bennett going to come in for Xavier. Give him a, a rest. Said he's got two free throw, two fouls too. We want to get him in foul trouble. Landon Bennett will come in. Let's see how he handles the pressure. Landon to Tilly. Tilly, far left corner. Back over to Pardue. Gives it to Clifford. Clifford, top of the key over here on the right wing now. He spins in the middle. Clifford does. Shot. Go! From about uh, 12 feet out. Ethan Clifford just spun in there, went up from the elbow, and knocked it down. Well, just inside the elbow, about 12-footer. But Sarah has it. 30-27, your score, 421 in the quarter. Trying to go to McVeigh. They get it into him. Jackson, just a little short, I don't know, one-footer. Right in there, he caught it deep, went straight up off the blast. Nothing but net after that, 32-27. This open all night, you know they're going to try and do it. That was the illegal screen. They missed it. Clifford with the basketball. Clifford in the corner to Shields. Shields for three. No good. Rebounded by McVeigh. McVeigh gives it over to Bryant. Bryant brings it up the left side. Stutter steps. Gives it to Becerra. Becerra for three. Good. Becerra three times there. Mike Becerra caught that one and went straight up and knocked it down. That is impressive, Joe. 35-27. I bet you Coach Heist practices that a lot. They just catch and shoot. Catch and shoot. They go in the middle. going to be an illegal screen there. Number three didn't get set. Landon Bennett thought they had him in to go, and sure enough, Landon came over for the screen in time and didn't get set. And Boo, they made the contact and was pushing back. So we have a timeout by West Hall. It will be a full timeout. We'll take it with them. We're back at one minute from Oakwood here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. 
Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. They bring you the most local sports coverage anywhere. Only here, you go going to hear West Hall and Gilmer. Been a good ball game for so, so far. West Hall, Taylor shoots a long three, misses it. Becerra gets the rebound on the far side, gets the walk to Wofford at the top of the key. Back over here to Taylor. Taylor goes, tried to go to the side of McVay, knocked away by Tilly, and here comes Xavier Felix coming the other way. Xavier gives it back over here to Purdue. Now number three, that was Landon Bennett, shot a three, and it's going to draw nothing but air and go out of bounds. 35-27, eight-point advantage. They had it down to one a few minutes ago. Yep. Now it's back out to eight, 3-14 in the second period. We play four in high school, four eight-minute quarters. This side to Becerra. Becerra goes to the far side to Taylor. Taylor going to dribble drive on the baseline. Oh, nice job by Tilly to knock it out of bounds. He let go of the basketball. Tilly went up and knocked it out of bounds at the same time. Remember I told you about the block shots that Coach mm-hmm. Graham mentioned? I think that's number 80 of the season, Joe. Wow. And go inside to McVay. McVay had an opening, went inside. Oh, nice job by Jackson McVay. He took one long dribble and those long arms just took him right in for the layup. Beautiful job by Jackson. 37 27, 249 in the quarter. Xavier trying to beat his man, gets it out to Tilly. Tilly dribbles to the free throw line. He's got to get it out to somebody, gets it over to Purdue. Purdue back out to Xavier with 20. Xavier for three, in and out, no good. Rebound by Carter Shields. Carter goes up, rolls it over the rim for good. 37-29. They needed that bucket right there. Oh, yes. 227. They tipped out of bounds. Tipped. Stolen by West Hall. Landon Minute comes. Owen oh, made it too long. He tried to hurry and threw it too long for Ian Purdue out of bounds. Remember I told you the other pregame. Pressure defense you're yep. going to see for Coach Graham. He had the good tip. Landon got the kick right there and came up, tried to throw it too quickly. Walford with the basketball. He goes in. He gets fouled by Tilly as he went in and Terrick went out there and hit him pretty good. Now, foul's going to be on Terrick Tilly. Joe got a special listener tuned in long distance. All right. Dave Cohen's tuned in in Lafayette, Louisiana. As All right. Georgia State will take on Louisiana. Martin. I know he'd love to have a 7-1 guy on his team right now. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for listening in, Dave. And I know we'll try to, try to give you some telepathy there to, to make that big man work hard tomorrow night. Big free throw right there for their number two. Excuse me, number three, Ryder Walford knocks the first one down. And you're going to have Aiden Rainey and Troy Smith come back in the game for West Hall for Tilly and Bennett. 2-0-9 left in the first half. Second free throw by Walford is good. 39-29, back up to a 10-point advantage now. Bring it down. Not necessarily in a hurry, but he trots it up, this Felix. Felix thought about it, gives it to Carter. Carter trying to go inside, back outside here on the right side. And it's going to be hit from behind by Becerra. Becerra didn't agree, but he hit him on the plates the right there in the arm as he went beside him. Xavier quick enough to get by him. Becerra called for his second foul. Joe's going to say that's right. Spartans got to hit baskets, so they got, they got to hit some shots exactly. now. Exactly. Carter on the far side to Smith. Back outside to Pardee. Back over there to Smith. Smith to Rainey. Goes back in there. Xavier, Xavier threw it, and they're going to call a kick ball. Got kind of lucky on that one because they, he got there and was going to pass it down and threw it right off a foot 
of a Gilman County player. So they call a kickball. They put on, um, saying 35. Shot clock. Re- re- I, I was told resets for whatever reason. Yep. For a kickball? Interesting. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's 35. They're going to put Cooper Farmer in for Becerra after that's his second foul. That's why they're putting him in. Felix gets an inbound bounce from Troy Smith from Ian Purdue. Back to Felix. <coughs> Plenty of time. <coughs> Purdue to Rainey to Felix for three. We're good. There you go. Front rim, backboarding in. 39 32. 125. Gets it over there to. Wofford, Wofford trying to drive it. He gets fouled by a white jersey. That foul's going to be on 23, Ian Purdue. And that is not but 14 fouls. They won't be at the line just yet. Been a pretty clean basketball game. Yes, it has been. McVay way outside, about 14 feet. Got knocked out of his hand. And now a foul on Jackson. Jackson got frustrated after it got knocked away from him and committed a foul on Troy Smith. Yeah, that's what you'll do, bud. You'll get the big guy frustrated. Had three white judges close, and he came up and got to have the ball, and he got tipped away from him, frustrated, and committed a foul, Jackson did. Felix dribbles it down into the corner almost, back outside to Smith. Smith with 24. Smith spins in the middle. A little floater, good! From about, uh, I don't know, 10 feet there. 39-34 with 58 seconds. It is strong. Far side to Walford. Walford has it on the corner. Throws it into McVay. McVay from 14. Good shot by Jackson McVay. Woo. Pulled up and shot it from 14. Didn't have to put much arch on it, but Boy. knocked it down. 41-34 with 44-30. and 30. Xavier looking to get it to Troy. Smith has it. Smith gets it outside to end. Purdue's going to shoot a three. Rim go. 41-37. That's two straight threes for the Spartans. 28 seconds left. Shot clock is off. Walford with the basketball. Double team. Throws in the middle. McVay got open. McVay with the dunk. Yeah, they got him open that time. Jackson went in and got the one dribble, hard dribble, and watched, knocked it down. Big stuff right there. 43-37, 11 seconds. They're playing for the one. Trying to cut it to two or to three or four here at the break. They have over to Purdue for three. Go! 43-30, that's the way the half will end. Gilmer with a three-point advantage. And you finished strong in the first half. Coming up next is our halftime show, our boys' ball game on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers 
the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. 97.5 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. Hey, we're back here at Oakwood at the Silver Dome. Joining me here at halftime of our boys ball game is athletic director David Wagner. I tell you what, I tell me being an experience here, David, and this has been a fun first half. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt. Um, you know, our, 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 our boys' record has just not been indicative of, of the season. I mean, I, they have been so competitive and have been within three to four points, in some case one to two of every team in the region. So it's going to be an interesting region tournament next week as well. All right, tell me about that. Do you know details about the tournament next week? As it stands right now, um, honestly, Gilmer – Pickens and Dawson are all kind of in contention for that that one spot still. Yep. Um, you know, girls side, um, Pickens girls have locked up the two. Westland's girls have locked up the one. So I know our girls will play Tuesday night at 7:30 at Pickens. But the boys side is there's still a lot to be settled in these next two games. Yeah, no doubt about that. As Dawson's playing White County tonight, and then also you've got Pickens playing Wesleyan tonight. Lumpkins got the night also. Again, this one here is so important. Now, I'm saying throw the records out right now. And I, I love how competitive Westall is playing right now. And that they are. I mean, Coach, Coach Graham, you know, in his first season here has, has definitely made a huge impact for our, our boys, our program, our school. Um, you know, we're, we're tickled to, to have him. And, I mean, he's got them playing at a high level. One of the best pickups you've had in a long time, too, David, the, the coaches, you know. <laughs> there is there, there's no doubt. And, and you know, it all kind of – it all kind of fell, you know, fell into place. It it, it really did. You know, his, his wife works right here in the in our cluster as well. They He's live right here, right? So, yes, yes, sir. I mean, mm-hmm. she works right there, and so it all kind of just fell together for us. It really did. And he said he lives over off Martin Road. And he said he's you know five minutes to school, and he said, Mike, I'm loving it here, and that that's the big thing. I told him I live here locally, and it's like, hey, we're glad to have you here. And it's like you see. The difference of what West Hall is compared to what he had maybe a pre- previous experience, you know. There's, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, he, 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 he loves it here, and I, I think, I think the community and the program, the parents, the kids. I mean, everybody's welcoming in, and I mean, it's definitely turned into home for him. Hey, nothing that Sparta. We know that from that standpoint. <laughs> All right, we no get doubt. ready. A couple of days, you start baseball. Tell me about that. We we do spring sports are cranking up. I mean, we've got we've got a scrimmage here in a couple of days. Um, soccer, you know, has already started. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're playing Johnson actually at the moment right right now. Uh, really, um, they're they're over there. Um, but but yes, yeah, spring sports are in, in full swing. I think baseball scrimmages Thursday. Um, they're up at Chattahoochee for for a little you know preview there. But they are spring sports are completely in in full swing, and I tell you. 
um, our girls' tennis team, you know, they, they beat Chester T tonight. They really they beat, beat Johnson. They, they, they've landed a couple of big wins, um, team wins, in the past, the first couple of rounds. And so I'm, I'm excited to, to get out and, and, and watch them. Do, mean, they play here or at Alberta? Where do they play at now? They, they, um, our home court is now Alberta. So uh, I thought so. Yeah, we, we don't have any courts here right, outside anymore. So, so they're, yeah. they're playing over there. And the boys' team is competitive. And, you know, golf will be cranking up. Trank, track will be cracking up. Everybody thinks that the fall is so busy with football. But as an AD, there's something every night in the spring. And how does Coach Selma do it? Coach of basketball, then get ready for track. Well, we, um, Coach McKenzie, Amber McKenzie, is one of our new guidance counselors. And so we've got her, and then Josh Taylor's a community coach. And so essentially, they're kind of running things right now. And, um, you know, he's done a few morning deals and been able to pop out there. But, you know, luckily we've got a couple other coaches that have been you know, kind, of, kind of fill that void right now until he's able to get out there with them. You know, as an athletic director, you've got logistics to take care of from the standpoint of all these sports. You've got spring football starting here soon. Mm-hmm. And then you've got schedules, everything else. And with this new region coming up, you've got a lot going on. We do. And that's, you know, our, our, our basketball coaches, they, you know, they have a, a region meeting tomorrow with the current region or Thursday. Last week they had a region meeting with the new region, and these transition years, this time of year gets busy, well, because of scheduling, um, and, and you know, just it's just multiple. You're dealing with two sets of regions, you know, simultaneously. Uh huh. And the infinite wisdom of GHSA to do it, with it and still splitting up Hall County. <laughs> it's just as a fan, you, you cannot stand. But it's okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll deal with it. And it's got to help with schedule standpoint. You play everybody in the region, then you've got some great. Hall County matchups and not reaching games. You're, you're exactly right, and you know, and, it, and it's a there's that double-edged sword of you know, would it be nice to be in the all Hall County region? Yes, sure it would. <laughs> but but then you, you you look at the flip side of it also. Well, if we're all in the Hall County region, only four of us get to go to the postseason. Whereas when we're split, yep. now more schools have an opportunity to get to the postseason, and you can also play non-region. So there's positives and negatives to both sides of it. I bet some coaching change. Coach McGovern going to get some new guys helping him out with his assistant coach of the football team. He is. He's you know he's he's been interviewing a few, and you know he's looking to bring in a couple a, a couple new guys this upcoming year. And but of course. A lot of people don't understand, you know, we're not like a college. We can't just hire because we got to have teaching slots. And yes. We have to have all those pieces fall together. And, you know, we're still, you know, I'm still, you know, trying to hire, you know, a volleyball assistant coach. Um, you know, other there's other programs where, you know, we have a, a big need for assistant coaches as well. Wrestling is a huge one, oh, yes. um, you know, that we need, you know, a couple of assistants in. And so if we... If, if you're listening and you're interested in coaching multiple sports and you're certified to teach here in Hall County, definitely, definitely give us a call. All right. And see that number is 770 Absolutely. And ask, Absolutely. For, ask for David Weiner. Ask for David Weiner. Shoot me an email. Either way, I'm good. All right, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Always, man. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it very much. We've got one minute to go, and we're back with the second half of our boys' ball game. West Hall trails by three here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. It's time for the second half of our game on 97.5 Glory FM. Rebounded by Taylor for um, Gilmer. They go inside to McVay. McVay kicks it outside to Becerra. Over here to Taylor. Taylor to Becerra for three. No good. Goes up high. Going to be taken away there. Good rebound by Carter Shields. Carter gives it over to Troy Smith. Smith to Xavier. Xavier in the front court. Xavier. It's all about going inside. Kicks it over to Aiden Randy for a short jumper. Too good. 43-42, 7-16 now in the quarter. They've cut it to one again. And they trailed by ten, two minutes ago in the first and half. McVay goes in for an easy deuce. He caught it low on the block, went right up with the left hand. He used it, learned to use both those hands very well as Jackson. He does a good job with it. Way outside is Xavier Phillips, 45-42. Now Gimmel with the lead. Troy Smith way at the top. Troy over to Purdue. Purdue back to Xavier. Xavier's going to try and take it down low. Goes up under, kicks it back out to Ian. Ian for three, a little long rebound by McVeigh. The big long arms by Jackson gets the board. Comes in hurry, Becerra going to take it all the way coast to coast. Rebounding is knocked out of bounds by McVeigh as he was going to follow up the rolled off. And Jackson got a little too far under, tried to grab it when he came down. The ball slipped out of his hands, out of bounds. 6.36 now in the third quarter. Three-point advantage for Gilmer County. 7-3A matchup here. From West Hall High School tonight. Xavier goes up and underneath. What are we going to have? A travel violation. Probably good for Xavier because the way he went, ducked in there, he might have been called for an offensive foul if he doesn't travel with the basketball. Keegan Bright will bring it up. Keegan kicks it in the corner to Taylor. Goes to Tavay. McVay just kind of turns it around and eases it over the front of the rim. 47-42 now. Xavier is going to stop. They're going to put Tilly back in to kind of Offset that size advantage. Xavier Felix goes behind the back, kicks it over here to Purdue. Purdue to Rainey. Rainey back out to Purdue. Purdue back to Smith. Smith between the circles now with 16 to Felix. Xavier gets it over to, excuse me, Purdue. Smith kick it outside to Shields for short jumper. Go! From the baseline. Carter Shields knocks it down. Bryant. 
Bryant kicks it in the corner over here to Walford. Walford shoots a three. Good. The 6'5 wingman knocks it down. 50 to 44 now. Six-point advantage for Gilmer. Xavier over to Troy Smith. Troy back out. Give it to Xavier. Xavier almost at midcourt guarded by Bryant. Xavier to Troy. Smith looking. <coughs> Gives it to Purdue. Back to Xavier. Xavier pulls up from 15. No. Oh, it bounced off and threw him twice. Carter gets the rebound. Shields knock it down. Carter got, Carter got the offensive rebound and put up about a four-footer and knocked it down, 50-46. to 46. They go to their number zero. Bryant shot a three off the rim. No good, but they get the rebound. They try to go inside him at bay and hit the rim. At bay is going to get it, go up and dunk it down. Jackson. Good job. Kept his mind on it. Kept his hands going. Got it. Went up and dunked it down that time. 52-46. Xavier Felix taking it all the way. Kicks it outside of the Seals. Shields from the baseline. No good. Rebound by Xavier, and he got hit hard by Becerra as he was coming down with it. And, yeah, foul's going to be on Jacob Becerra. That'll be three on Jacob. Scores at the quarter. You had Felix had 11. Landon Bennett with three. Troy Smith with six. Carter Shields with five. With Ethan Clifford, five. Aiden Randy, two. He and Purdue six, and Tarek Tilly had two. Xavier Felix pulls in there, foul as he pulls up. Going to go back under the defensive man, hit him as he went by. Foul's going to be on zero. Keegan Bryant. Be West Hall's basketball underneath the basket with 25 on the shot clock. That's three on Keegan Bryant, one of the starters for Gilmer. Xavier gives it off to Carter. Carter got blocked right there. Good block by Ryder Ruffle. Ryder with long arms, and that 6'5 frame just reached out and knocked it away from Carter Shields. 52-46. Bryant goes baseline, goes up and under a foul. I think going to be on Tilly. Yep, going to be on Tarek Tilly. He's a junior, number 24, the big man for Chuck Graham Spartans. <laughs> Excuse me, Bryant will be at the line to shoot two. 419 in the quarter. First one is good. Rolls in. This is the one thing I just need to remember, too. You mentioned a lot of other class on this West Hall team. Oh, yeah. There's only uh, two seniors that I see on my roster. Second one's good. 54-46, back up to an eight-point lead. It's been as high as, what, 11, Mike? 12? Yes. And been as close as one since the start of the game. West Hall or Gilmer leads by eight right now. Shields to Purdue to Felix. Felix pulls up from the elbow. Short. Rebound. Felix went after it, but it's going to be rebounded there by number 12. No, number 32, excuse me. That's Boston T. And kick it outside to Taylor. Taylor over here to Walford for three. Walford knocks down another three. And every time, Joe, it's yep. a catch-and-shoot three. Yep. 57-46. That's an 11-point lead now for Gilmer County. Number 20, Jackson Lefford, fixing to see his first action of the night for West Hall. Way out front is Felix. Felix going to come down the left side of the lane this time. Spins in the middle. Gives it back to Troy Smith. Troy stutter steps. Just tries to go inside. Does. Throws one up. Awkwardly, Carter Shields tried to get the rebound. And it's going to be off. Carter out of bounds. And Walford's discussion. Thought he might have been over the back with Shields. But kind of side by side. Could have called it probably. And Walford will throw it in to Bryant. And Bryant will bring it up into the front court. Give it off to J.D. Taylor. Back to Bryant for three. Bryant will shoot a three. No good. Tipped up, tipped up. McVeigh gets it. He goes up. Long line. Got it. Go. Roll in. And got the three-point play. And you see the reason why they're the number one team. The reason they mm-hmm. got the inside play of McVeigh and the outside 
those threes. Yep. Jackson Leffert commits the foul as he just comes in the game. And McVeigh makes the free throw, or excuse me, now to shoot the free throw, trying to cut it out to a 14-point lead, the biggest of the night. Going to be a violation, but he hits it anyway as Leffert stepped in there a little early. Official saw him. I'm like, dude, what are you stepping in this early? Xavier Felix will dribble it up, walks it up the floor for the Spartans. Three minutes and four seconds left here in the first half, third quarter. Excuse me, Xavier. Oh, nice pass into Carter. Carter reverse layup, no good. As McVay goes up, kind of messes with his shot, and he misses it. And they come the other way. Teague with it, gives it in the corner to Walford for three. Roll off the rim, no good. Going to be tipped out of there. Going to be picked up by Bryant. Bryant goes up for two. Good. 62-46, a 16-point lead. Timeout. And a timeout by... It's going to be a full by Coach Graham. We'll take it with them. We're back in one minute from Oakwood on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. And back here at West Hall, I was telling Joe during the time, it just it could get away from you very easily. Yes, sir, it can. And that's why they call the timeout. Coach Graham with a good timeout right there, 238 in the third quarter. They're down 16. Biggest lead of the night for Gilmer. Xavier trying to take it to the hole, kicks it outside to Tilly. Tilly's going to shoot a long one off the rim, no good. Carter Shields goes up, and it's going to be a foul on Carter Shields. Ooh. Going up over the top of their number 10. J.D. Taylor on that one. 62-46-224. Bryant brings it up. Gets it over to Walford for another three. He's short on that one. Xavier gets it and wants to run. Xavier comes up, pulls up from 14. Off the rim, no good. Rebound by Tilly. He spins in there. It's going to be a hell ball between Tilly and Teague. He spun right around, and Teague was right there. Johnny on the spot. No, there's going to be a foul. Excuse me. They call a foul on Boston Teague right there, Mike. Good. I thought they might. <coughs> but it was a good job getting the basketball. He did commit the foul. Tarek Tilly. Now they swing it around all the way around to Purdue. Purdue back outside to Landon Bennett. Bennett back over here to this side to Tilly. Top to Xavier Felix with 15. Felix to Carter Shields. Shields over to Tilly. Tilly to Xavier. Xavier spots up. Three-pointed. Oh! Right there, Joe. If you can use some clock, be patient, and get a good shot like that, you're in good shape. 62-49. They tried to go in a hurrier, in a hurrier, <laughs> in a hurry. Xavier timed his steal just right. Attempted steal, knocked it away on the far side. It'll be Gilmer's ball. They'll throw it in. They'll have it way out front. Now get a stop. They go inside to McVeigh. McVeigh grabs it and just throws it up all in one motion and rolls it around the rim and in. 64-49. <laughs> Excuse me, 15-point lead now for Gilmer. Felix 
spins in, goes in, knocked away by McVay. And Boston Teague grabs it, and he'll sprint it up in the front court. Teague gives it in the corner to Taylor for three. Good. They'll have to stop it for a second because the twine wrapped around the rim. Have you ever seen somebody catching and shoot? They are. I asked, was that five or six so I mean, far? They're not even setting up. Both teams going. Yep. Both teams had five threes in the first half. Amazing. Grab it and shoot. Grab it and shoot. Xavier Felix brings it the other way. 18-point advantage now for Gilmer. That's going to be a foul on, I think, Bryant. I'll say yes, on Gilmer. Fouls on number 10, excuse me, J.D. Taylor on Troy Smith. Troy will be at the line to shoot two. Gilmer's only a three-point lead at halftime for Gilmer. They've been very effective shooting here in the third quarter. Take some more. Floor septic there as we... Have a little bit of a break. Troy's first free throw oh, rolls off the rim. That's one of those is it's about to go, about to go, and then rolls off the other way. Man, wow. 67 49. 105 in the quarters. Gone by in a hurry. That's for sure. Second one rolls in and good. 67 to 50. 17 point advantage now for Gilmer County with one minute exactly left here in the third quarter. They bring it up. That's going to be Teague. Gives it over here to Walford. Walford to Bryant, Bryant back to Teague for three. Teague caught, shot it, no good. Ball got stripped away by Carter Shields. They're going to call a foul on Carter underneath. No, foul's going to be on number two, I think. Felix, yeah, going to be on Xavier Felix. And he fouled number three, Ryder Walford. You know, there's not been really a, a mid-level shot by them. It's either inside McVeigh or outside. That one used a lot of the rim and went in. Yeah, exactly. They've gone inside of it, you know. Not a lot of not a lot of mid-range. It's, it's inside outside. Free throw, nothing but net on the second one. Now it's a 19-point lead, the largest of the night for Gilmer, 69 to 50. 47 seconds, 33 on the shot clock. Xavier comes over to this side. He's got three fouls, as Mike said there a moment ago. Tries to reuse the screen. He does. He goes to the back. It kicks it back over and throws it right in there to Boston Teague, who cut the pass off. Teague. So what's his name? Then they go to McVeigh. Wow. That was like in a hurry. They went over to Kit Bryant, and Bryant just lobbed it up on the trail man, and the big man, McVeigh, just went in and tipped it right over. He caught it like right in front of the rim and threw it down, 71 to 50, 21-point advantage now, Michael. Yeah, McVeigh's taking over. Troy Smith has the basketball way out front. Troy with 12. Troy with 10. Gives it to Xavier with eight. Xavier's going to pull up shot. No good. They've gone cold, too, and that hasn't helped a bit. It's going to be out of bounds off of Gilman with 4.3. Yeah, they've been outscored 28-10 um, to 10 this quarter. Mike has West Hall. He's got almost half of those. Xavier got it stolen, and they throw it a three-point attempt. No good. There is 71-50 after three. And we're back to the fourth and final quarter here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. 
Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. West Hall has the ball to start the fourth quarter. They bring it in. They go to the far side, get it over to Landon Bennett. Landon goes in time to Carter Shields. Carter tried to go in. He came in a long dribble and just slipped out of his hands out of bounds. Mm. Lots of mistakes, a lot of missed shots there in the third quarter. Find themselves down 21 to the Spartans. Now we got a trip on Carter right there. Inadvertent had his leg out there. Carter Shields fouled. That's his two on Carter. Fouled their number 10, J.D. Taylor. And get it up in a hurry to Davis. Davis kicks it over here to Bryant. Bryant to their number 10, Taylor. And then Taylor tries to go to McVay and throws it away over his head, which is hard to do. <laughs> and uh, over here to the score table, out of bounds. West Hall with a gift right there. They'll take it the other direction. Xavier walks it up into the front court. Coach Graham calling out a play. 7.34 and a quarter. Gives it over to Troy Smith. Troy tries to take it. Dribble drive. Slows up a floater. No good. Rebounded by Walford. Walford brings it up the near side. He's going to take it coast to coast. Goes in with a layup. Good. Goes in kind of out of control. Laid it up and good. 73-50. They'll go the other direction. West Hall wheel goes in up and under. Layup is good. Good job by Landon Bennett to go and get the basket right back. 73-52. Bryant to Becerra to McVay for the dunk. Boy, alley-oop. He threw it out from about 24. McVay caught it from about a foot in and dunked her home. 75-52, biggest lead of the night. Troy with a little short shot, missed it. Becerra, they're going to run it. Becerra gives it over to their number three. Balford went in for a dunk. He missed it, and it's going to be a foul on Gilmer. Foul's going to be on Becerra as he tried to get the ball back after their man missed the dunk. Uh, Ethan Clifford comes in the game now for West Hall. Comes out. Troy Smith comes out of the game. Xavier Felix brings it into the front court. Xavier dribbles up, goes around, throws it off. Oh, just got it right by McVay and missed the shot, but it's going to be rebounded by Bryant. Bryant, front court, good, almost to steal right there by West Hall. Knocked into the back court. They bring it up. That's going to be Bryant. Bryant gets it over to McVay. McVay inside and a dunk, but no shot. Foul's going to be on Rainey before any shot happens. Rainey. Knew it was going to be on him. He said, I'm not going to let him get the ball. He held on to him to prevent it. Went off of him. They, they caught it and dunked it, but it was no good. Foul before the shot, 75-52. And, gentlemen, you sort of wonder about the philosophy of Gilmer, this big lead, your final home, your final game of the season, what you're going to try to accomplish this fourth quarter? Yeah, I know. You're up by a bunch. I, mean, I figure with about four minutes, he might try subbing a lot. Sarah back out front to Bryant. Over to Walford for three. Another catch and shoot, Mike. And Walford gives five. Number 14, Jaden Sevchek as he goes down the floor. Way outside to Bennett. Bennett tries to get it outside to Clifford. Throws it away. Their number 10, J.D. Taylor, gets the carom. Goes all the way down for the Snowbird. 80 to 52, a 28-point lead now. Largest of the night. And it will be a timeout. It will be a timeout by coach. It will be a full. And we'll take a move again. We're back in one minute from Oakwood here on 97.5 Glory <laughs> FM. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. During the break, came back a little early from us, and West Hall went down and got a shot off and had a ball that went off of Gilmer County. West Hall gets it back with 25 on the shot clock. Clifford with a basketball. Clifford pulls up from the free throw line and stolen right away from him by J.D. Taylor. J.D. Taylor goes in. No good. McVay follows it up and knocks it deep. <coughs> McVay. He's always waiting about 30.9. Had 15 to break. Gets another rebound after the missed shot. Gives it to Bryant, who sprints it into the front court. Bryant takes it all the way, kicks it into the corner, but throws it right past the outstretched hands of Cohen Davis. 4.59 and a quarter now. Would you, would you love to see McVeigh play uh, Colt Wilbanks? Oh, wow. Have both of those guys? Uh huh. That'd be, that'd be hard to defend them two fellas, wouldn't it? For sure. Ryder, oh, excuse me. Uh, Landon Bennett with the basketball. Xavier Felix has it now. Xavier spins the middle back to Landon. Landon's going to shoot a three. Knocks it down. There you go. 82-55. Get it inbounds. Gilmer does. Far side. J.D. Taylor. J.D. Taylor has it. Going to be out of bounds off of J.D. And West Hall will have the basketball. Big break for West Hall right there. Uh, Clifford will throw it in. Ethan, waiting on the man to cut out. He does. That's going to be Landon Bennett. Bennett is it, gets it back to Xavier. Xavier, a long three. Rattles in good. 82-58. That one was probably 25 feet, Mike. A lot of rim, but it went in. That's all that matters. Bit of Bryant for them. Comes in McVay with another dunk. That's about four for him. They laid him on that one nicely. He got open back there behind everybody and knocked it down. 84-58, 26-point lead now. Xavier Phillips, Felix, not Phillips, in the corner to Ethan Clifford for three. Ethan missed that one. Ethan follows his shot. Two white jerseys bounce off each other. McVeigh comes away with it, gives it to Bryant. Bryant going to go all the way down, spin in the middle, go for two, good. 86-58. Boston T getting ready to come back in for the Bobcats. Clifford with the basketball. Ethan dribbles at the top, gives it over to Bennett. Bennett. Dribbles off the right wing, goes in. A little floater, no good, and rebound by McVeigh. McVeigh's going to run the late break, gives it to Bryant. Bryant wanted to come around a sweeping pass over to this side, and he let it slip off his finger out of bounds, and it will be West Hall's basketball. Zach Wagner will come in the game now for Rainey. First action of the night for Zach. Number 33, A.J. Okiki will come in the game. First action of the night for A.J. A.J. a junior. Zach, a sophomore. 
Is Zach is the AD son? Yep. Uh, quarterback on the football team, right? Uh, was quarterback? Quarterback or uh, no, was a Wagner playing football this year. Yeah, it, that was him. Football, yeah. I don't know if it was quarterback or running back when he was out there. Felix gives it over the far side to Ethan. Clifford with the left-hand dribble gives it to Kiki. They have Kiki over to Felix. Felix takes it in the middle. Wants to pull up. Nothing there. And that goes up and under. They're going to call a travel as he pulled that pivot foot. The last spin move he made there and trying to create some distance there. Didn't want to push him to pull that pivot foot. Cooper Farmer brings it up in a hurry. Cooper lost control of it. Zach Wagner got it, gives it to Carter Shields. Carter gives it to Clifford. Clifford brings it up the right side. Three minutes exactly in the game. Clifford has it. Dribbles way out front. Has to take it himself. Goes between his legs. 254 now. 20 on the shot clock. Ethan will take it. Dribble drives in there. Pulls around. A little short jumper. No good. Rebound on the far side by Cohen Davis. Davis going to go all the way. Pulls up. Flicks it back to number 11. Banks and went in and banks a little roller up and under and gets the dunk, gets the layup to go in. That is number 10, or excuse me, 11. Blaine Banks with the layup, 88-58. Xavier has it, kicks it out to Ethan Clifford with 226. Ethan has it. Ethan pulls up, free throw line, no good. Rebounded by Banks. Banks, good outlet pass right there to Teague. Teague beats his man, misses the layup. Follow there by number 23, John Ponders. John is going to lose it out of bounds. And let's all have the basketball. Now you'll have uh, Darian Stevens. Darian, a sophomore, number 13. And number 20, Jackson Lefford, the other senior on the team with Ian Purdue, comes back in the game. That'll be all, all this evening for Xavier Felix. <coughs> Jackson Sebchet, sophomore, number 14. For Gilmore will come in for the next dead ball. Stevens has it at the top. Gives it over to uh, Okiki. Gives it off to Clifford. Clifford pulls up. Elbow. No good. Rebounded by the number 11, Blaine Banks. Banks gives it over to Farmer. Farmer gives it to 25. Kaiser in the corner. Kaiser shoots one. No good. Rebounded by their 13. Stevens. Stevens goes in a hurry. Gives it over to this side. This is Wagner. Wagner left-handed jumper. No good. Right on the rim, he just missed it a little bit longer and had been in there. They come in a hurry. John Ponders goes to the rack. No good. Rebounded by 33. That's Okiki. Okiki gives it to Clifford. Clifford with 125. Clifford gives it back here to Okiki. Kiki lost off his fingertips. They come the other way. That's Banks. Banks trying to take it all the way. He does. Goes up. Layup. Good. Look at Blaine Banks come in there. Two good, two good body movements right there by, Blank, by Banks. And a quick timeout. It'll be a, a, just enough to get the subs in. That's all that is. Yeah. Yep. No, they don't want the timeout. They're just going to get the subs right there. You'll have number 14, Will Holman for West Hall coming to game. And number 13, Riley Davis and Jaden Sebchak coming to game for Gilmer County. They throw it inside. Lefford. Lefford has the basketball. Top of the key. Passes over to Zach Wagner. Zach back over the far side to Stevens. Darian Stevens has it top of the key with one minute exactly. Gives it over to Zach. Wagner looking to get somebody open. Gives it over to Okiki. AJ goes inside to Holman. Holman goes up. That's a goal. And you hear the crowd giving the junior Will Holman a big, big round of applause and a big holler right there. They're putting for 90 to 60. Here's your score. Kaiser pulls up at the free throw line for Gilman. Passes over on the far side to Davis. Davis gives it back over to Ponders. Ponders gets it knocked away. Almost stolen by Holman, a fan favorite. The three-pointer, no good. 
And Kaiser, every time he gets close to the basketball, the fans, the student section for West Hall goes crazy when Will Holman gets close to the basketball, Mike. I love that when they support oh, you gotta him love like it. that. Yep. 26 seconds left in the game now. Gentlemen will win the doubleheader this evening. Start the region tournament. Will Holman with the basketball. They want Will to shoot it. He passes it to Ryan. Ryan shot it. No good. Rebound by Gilmer in the backcourt. That's going to be Sevchak. Sevchak will bring it up a nine with eight with seven. Passes to Banks. Banks has it. Drives towards the basket. Kicks it over here to Taylor. Not that one, Taylor. They won't get a shot off. That'll end your game, 90-60, to 60, Gilmer County. And back in two minutes, we'll wrap things up for you here from West Hall High School in Oakwood on 97.5 Glory FM. I'll be back. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit NGPG slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. And back here in Oakwood one more time. Thanks for being with us here on 97.5 Glory FM as we brought you this final Tuesday night of the regular season as West Hall plays their final home game of the year as they fall to Gilmer in a doubleheader sweep for the Bobcats in the girls' game. It was Gilmer winning by a final of 55-10 to 10 in the boys' ball game, a strong second half by Jackson McVeigh and the Gilmer Bobcats as they defeat West Hall by a final of 90-60. to 60. It was a three-point game at halftime, and then the Bobcats outscored West Hall 28-10 in the third quarter, led by 21 going into the fourth quarter, outscored them by nine in the final quarter of play to win by 30. Final score again, 90-60. That should clinch the number one seed in the upcoming region tournament for the Bobcats. That would put them in to the state playoffs in Region 7 AAA, and they would play in the semifinals next week of the 7 AAA tournament against 
It looks like either Wesleyan or Lumpkin County. I think that's going to be the number four and five seeds right now in the, on the boys' side. Of course, we'll have all the details for you Saturday morning on the Saturday morning sports show as we'll be recapping the opening round of the Region 8 Quad 8 tournament on Friday night. Look ahead to the boys' accident on Saturday and also the Region 7 AAA tournament as we begin postseason play on Friday with the 8 Quad 8 tournament and the rest of the tournaments will be being played next week across the area. And Joe and I will be with you on Friday night at North Hall in the opening round of the 8 Quad A tournament. Us girls' first round action as North Hall be the host team of the event as the number three seed in the standings as they'll play the late game on Friday. Starting at 6 p.m. on Friday night, we'll bring you the matchup between East Forsyth and East Hall, the Lady Broncos, the number four seed. East Hall, the number five seed. Then it's three versus six in the second game at 7.30. As the host team, North Hall, the number three seed, they'll take on the number six seed, Johnson, with the winners to advance in the second round coming up on Monday as it will be the girls from Chesapeake playing host through the second round. We'll be there next Monday at Chesapeake to bring you those games. It'll be a crossover night, north versus south, in the second round of the tournament. Of course, we'll bring you all the details of those games on Saturday morning here on the Saturday Morning Sports Show on 97.5 Glory FM. Again, Friday night, more high school basketball. Then we'll be with you next Monday from Chesapeake. Right now we'll be at Cherokee Bluff next Tuesday for the second round boys' ball games. Next Monday and Tuesday are so very important in Nate Quaddy because if you win those games, you're heading to state. You can go ahead and go to the semifinals and finals at North Oconee High School in Bogart coming up next Thursday and Friday. They'll wrap up the region tournament on Friday from Bogart at North Oconee. While Region 7 AAA, the way I understand it, again, I'll double-check everything one more time, they'll play the semifinals and finals from the Ford Film Center in Dawsonville coming up next weekend. And so they'll start play next week with the number one seeds but the boys and girls side getting a first-round bye. It looks like that it will be Gilmer's boys as a number one seed. They go 10-2 in region play. The West Hall Spartans have one more game left on their schedule right now. They are 2-9 on the boys' side in region play. They'll wrap things up on the road in Jasper coming up on Friday. And there's a possibility, a strong possibility, that the Spartans on the boys' side would play Pickens again next week in the first round of the region playoffs. They're at Pickens. Looks like the Dragons would right now be the number two seed in the tournament coming up next week. They'd play host, and they would play West Hall in the first round. It'd be interesting going back-to-back with the Dragons coming up next week. But again, we'll bring you all the details coming up Saturday morning. This one was really a lot of fun. First half was amazing to see how the Spartans were competing. Probably but just three points. But then in the third quarter of play, you could see the philosophy of the Bobcats changed dramatically, scoring 28 points, and more than half of those went to Jackson McVeigh. That was ever in the ball game. Yeah, it was, and uh, they started to run and gun a lot more there, and uh, getting tried to get it to go inside and everything there in the third quarter, and that was the big big quarter for them. You know, they outscored. If you look at it, one point, two points, three point game at halftime, 43 to 40. They outscored them by 18 and nine, 27 there. In the second half, yeah, different you get a swig of water right there. Yeah, no doubt about two <laughs> uh, difference in two halves there for yep. Big Gilmer. 
It was uh, for West Hall scoring. Tarek Tilly had two. Will Holman had two. He and Purdue had six. Aiden Rennie had four. Five for Ethan Clifford. Nine for Carter Shields. Seven for Troy Smith. Eight for Landon Bennett. Seventeen for Xavier Felix this evening for Gilmer County. Three for Jacob Becerra. Three for Cohen Davis. Four for Blaine Banks. Um, then I had 12 for J.D. Taylor, 14 for Keegan Bryant, 18 for Ryder Walford. And tell me what you think for Jackson McVeigh. He had 15 at the break. Wound up with 34 in the game, 19 in the second half for big Jackson McVeigh. And how many in the second half you said again? 19. I thought he had to be in the third yeah. quarter. That was amazing. Yeah. But, and, and all his shots were within about two feet of the basket, weren't uh, they? He, he had one. It looked like it was about a foot and a half from the basket. Yes. The rest of them were closer uh-huh. to the layup or dunk. They're right there around it. Uses yeah. both hands real well, gets in deep. They're going to be uh, be tough to beat later on in the season. Yeah, he's got another year to come, too. Yeah, you know? he does. He's, he's going to get stronger, more physical. And, you know, the thing is, is, is they got a senior. Uh, or excuse me. Got, yeah, I got two other seniors, uh, Walford and Davis. And Walford can flat shoot it. Yes, he you know, can. He, ca- he caught the ball, just caught it and shot it, catch and shoot three or four times tonight. And uh, that. <laughs> in a Davis, I mean, there's been a Davis at, at Gilmer forever. Yep. And so he and Bryant, Bryant's just a sophomore, handles the ball real well. Jacob Becerra, the other guard, he's a senior uh-huh. for Coach Heiss. Uh, and so that's look for them to kind of make a deep run here, Mike. If they make it out of the region next week, they should go two or three rounds in the state. Yeah, and then being the number one seed, Joe, they'll play number four and five. Right now, Dawson County is going to complete a sweep of White County mm-hmm. as the boys are up by double digits right now in the second half against White County and Todd Cottrell's team. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to finish as the number three seed, it looks like, right now in the tournament. If that were to work out, they'd play White County again next week. It would be Pickens playing West Hall and Lumpkin County playing Wesleyan with the winner to take on Gilmer if all that falls into line with one more game to play again. Gilmer is the odd team out on Friday. Lumpkin County plays White County on Friday. It will be Pickens playing host to West Hall, and that means that you would have, let's see, what's the other two teams? Uh, Wesleyan, they'd be in action against Dawson. That's what that will be. Yeah, Wesleyan and Dawson will be the games coming up. On Friday night, then they'll have the region meeting on Saturday. That's why I'd love to have Coach Graham join me on Saturday morning. I know he's got the region meeting. He and, of course, David Wagner, the athletic director, will be going to that meeting. If, if you miss Coach Wagner and uh, the athletic director talking at halftime, he's had to deal with two different regions now, Joe. He's meeting about current sports here yep. Yep. in Region 7 AAA and then the, the new region that they'll be in with 8 AAA next year, having to meet and get things worked out you know, for next year along with that. And so you, you go to both ends from that standpoint. West Hall's an eight because I know there's a six up in this area. That will be Gilmer. They'll be Gilmer will be in the region with the teams here in Hall County with Johnson. Oh, Gilmer's Hall. over here. I thought Gilmer was over there next year. Well, th- then you know, in next year you know, they, they'll be in six. Uh-huh. West Hall be an eight. Gotcha. All yeah, right. West Hall be in, in eight with the other schools from Hall County and East Hall and <laughs> Cherokee Bluff. Mm-hmm. While Gilmer being the region and reads the new region six AAA, we still don't understand why they renamed it six <laughs> rather than seven. But there'll be region six AAA. Gilmer will be in the region with Johnson, North Hall, Chesapeake, Dawson County, Lumpkin County, 
White County and Greater Atlanta Christian in well, the region coming up next year. Yeah, how about that? So you can see, start looking ahead what the Bobcats can do in that region next year, and that's going to be something to see them play. And same thing for, for West Hall. And think about, you know the Spartans are going to get better. You can tell the excitement right now with the athletic director, and that's a key. And you can tell the excitement with Chuck Graham by just saying hello to the man, and you can see what's going to happen this, this school in the future. Well, you know the old saying, Mike, happens everywhere we are. Starts from the top down. And uh, if enthusiasm is there at the top, and then, then the kids can buy into it and do, do what they need to do, then it can, uh, as you like to say, go viral. And hopefully the fans will catch on to it, and they'll just run with it from there because I think they've got a good base here. They just keep getting some of those young ones to grow up and come through the program and want to be a Spartan, that'll be a big thing. When you see people like Chuck Graham, Crofton Montgomery, mm-hmm. Brandon Humphreys, mm-hmm. those guys are the big three sports right there. You see those guys and what they bring to to this program. Mm-hmm. And then with David Wagner, again, he's, he's got to get some new assistants that he's mentioned about, yeah. is that you see all that coming together. And then if they can get a booster club program here started, like we see some of the other schools, mm-hmm. you get this community really buying. And it's so difficult down this part of the county. As you know, you've got McKeever Road, which splits a lot of things, and you've got Muddy Mill Road and the Atlanta Highway, yep. is that you've got this section of South Hall for West Hall, another section for Cherokee Bluff, another section for Flying Branch, another section for Johnson, where it's okay, you start splitting up loyalties when it comes to support. And that is so important, as you know, when it comes to all the different athletic programs. It does. It makes a lot of difference in there. And you gotta, you know, you got to get some community, sport, community support uh, as much as anything because you can't run an athletic program on nothing. you got to get some of the community members involved and, and, and proud to be a, a supporter of the Spartans, uh, both financially and, and verbally and, and all that stuff. But, you know, they, they need it, so just bring it up there and help them out with it. i tell you, too, when you hear somebody like our friend Ryan Phillips mm-hmm. and, you, you know, talk about – being in Sparta, and that's what they say down here, mm-hmm. is that you feel it. And that's yep. the thing. When you start feeling it, buddy, yep. it can get contagious. And, and it's okay. You will be a part of this. And go back to you and I when we were in high school. You want the student body here, and you want the community to say, well, and we want you right. to ha- you know, really envy what we're doing here at this school and in this community. That's, and it's got a long way to go, but you can see it coming. Yep. Yeah, and if you can get that enthusiasm going, like I said, from the top down, if you can get that enthusiasm from the from the coaches, administration, uh, down through the kids and and their parents, uh, they get the community behind them. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully some of the the parents own businesses or work for businesses that'll help sponsor them, and that'd be a huge thing for them right there too to get those sponsorships in from there and get that community support from behind them. All right, again, they'll be in the region tournament next week at the Region 7 AAA tournament. They'll wrap up the regular season on Friday in Jasper against Pickens. Joe and I will be with you on Friday night. We'll start things off with the pregame show at 545, tip-off of the first girls' first-round Region 8 Quad A tournament game between East Forsyth and East Hall. Winner to advance on to the second round on Monday the 12th while the loser will have their season come to an end. And then the nightcap of the doubleheader, you'll hear North Hall and Johnson with the winner advance on to the next round coming up on Monday. We'll bring you all the details of postseason play on Saturday morning on the Saturday morning sports show right here on 97.5 Glory FM. Didn't go the way we wanted to in the boys' ball game, but I really liked seeing the girls' ball game. And it's like, okay, you're seeing a work in progress with Coach Jacob Selman. 
Yep, we're seeing a work in progress with them. I thought that they, they played hard all night. I like to see that because as you and I talk about, you know, the, the team can give up when they get that far behind, but the, the West no Hall girls didn't. They played hard the entire game, and really kudos to them for the hustle that they had tonight. I was tickled to see that from all the girls tonight. All right, buddy, see you Friday night. Yes, sir, I'll be there. Looking forward to the second season for us here right here on 97.5 Glory FM. Once again, the girls' ball game. It was the Lady Cats of Gilmer defeating West Hall by a final of 55-10 to 10 in the boys' ball game. A strong second half for the number one seed as Gilmer defeats West Hall by a final score of 90-60. to 60. Thanks for being with us here on 97.5 Glory FM for the entire sports scene. For producer Nathan Laddie and for Joe Gailey, I'm Mike Warford. You've been tuned to high school basketball on 97.5 Glory FM. Good night, everybody. This has been Tuesday Night High School Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Tonight's game was brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, and by Siphon Logistics. This has been a sports presentation of 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio.